I think too much, you can have too much of anything, you know what I mean? What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Hollywood Apple Snatch. And we got a special guest in the building. We do. Ashley, what's happening? Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? What's up, pretty lady? How's everything? Things are great. Thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. I know uh, back in the beginning, you know, we've been friends for a long time. We have. I appreciate you listening to the show. Always. Giving constructive criticism (laughs) when needed. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we got a former radio personality in the building. What's up? So tell the people a little bit about it. Here I am. Um... I don't know. I'm not good at hyping myself up. I worked in radio a long time, worked in fitness a really long time. I'm a ball of energy. You don't say. Let's you don't go. Say. Let's bring yes. it. <laughs> and you love sports, which is awesome. Love sports. Yeah. Yes, I'm a yes. psychopath. Love football. Michigan football. Go blue. Yes. Um, yeah. I just, I love football. I love sports. I grew up with it. That's it's in awesome. My blood. That's awesome. Your, your pops was a high school coach, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, he coached at Centerline for a really long time. He coached at Chippewa Valley. He coached both football and baseball. He coached volleyball a little bit. So I was born and raised on the sidelines of a football field. Awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, were, you were a big basketball player. I did. Yeah, I played a lot of basketball, had a lot of injuries, but, um, you know, I'll still hoop every now and then. Yeah, you think you still got it or no? I for sure still got it. That's we'd awesome. We'd have to awesome. see that out. Listen, you ever want to lose, you hit me up. Can you, you know hit the three pointer? I can. Nice. Yeah, don't get me down in the paint. I'm a little small for that. I got a back issue. I got some knee problems. So I'd get crushed. But outside, it comes with age, baby. <laughs> yeah. Comes with age. Listen, you're a lot older than I am. Take it easy. And as some might notice, Grandmaster B, he's on taking a little hiatus. All is well. Well he's deserved. Just, uh, taking a week yeah. off. We'll have to have you back with him too. I'm sure he'd love to. He's on my boat. Uh, far near. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. You know, the, you know, the job that he does and everything like that, even though he may get pickled at times, <laughs> Tom, you, uh, you, you're well missed and we could see it tonight. We got a beautiful gal here and um, we're going to rock on and, um, you know, Best of luck to you. Enjoy your vacation, Master B. You know, we got them six digits. Yes, sir. Big Super Bowl square. Yes. So the team, the team got it. So yes. yes. It's funny, as Philly was driving, I'm, I'm breaking it down to my brother. I'm like, all right, they have to go down the field, score a touchdown, got to get the two points. Kansas City's got to go down and just kick a field goal. So we can't leave Philly any time left. Sure as shit, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. We just looked at each other like, no freaking way, dude. It was and crazy. It was awesome. It was crazy how it happened. And just think, he he was one yard away from scoring a touchdown and he held up. Uh, and I let's know. talk about that. What a selfless play by Jarek McKinnon. Oh, for sure. Amazing. Cutting I mean, it so short of the goal line. I was surprised. I didn't see it coming, to be honest with you. And I was like, why didn't he just run in for a touchdown? And then you think it back and you think, you know, all the possibilities that could happen right. if he does. You know, that leaves, what, a minute 20 on the clock. That's plenty of time for yes. Philly to get back down the field, get in field goal range or score a touchdown. It's risky. And you know what did him in? You remember when, you know, uh, Sirali took that that uh, timeout 
Yes. With two left and he, and he gave him one. Right. That's what got him. Yeah. Or he's scoring. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about the digits. Right. You know what I mean? Because then he's going to go in. And that was just the play that maybe everyone was in the hype. They didn't understand it. Because at first, I didn't understand. I'm like, Mahomes, oh, my God. I go, Philly. I said, he needed to be sacked. Yeah. To kill the time. And he got 17-yard gain. Well, this is going to kill us, man. <laughs> and then the scenario worked out. Get the first down still within the three-yard line. Burn the timeouts we needed. And it worked out. We yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I was getting hated on all day for taking KC. As you know, I'm representing my boy Kelsey. Ashley's hey. a big fan of Travis Kelsey. Mm, she was us. Love me some Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Kill it, Travis. Probably for a different reason, but it's okay. Right. I, I like him <laughs> as a football player, as the greatest tight end in NFL history. I agree with I'm that. I'm going on record. Yeah, I got to yeah. give him that. I, I do. I, I agree mean, with that. We were blessed to see Gronk. Gronk was phenomenal. But he yes. also had the GOAT. Yeah. You know, and uh, Kelsey's had Mahomes. Don't get me wrong. Probably the baby goat, the next goat. Them two are are, are a better combo, I believe. Mahomes and Kelsey? Yeah, all day long. Because it's what Kelsey does after the ball. Yeah. You know after what I mean? Catch, yeah. Yeah, Gronk was big, knock you down, you know, but a lot of his stuff was within, yes. you know, a 10 yard or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Not that he didn't get along, but I've, you've seen Kelsey take yeah. 185 to the house. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I fully agree with that. I think that... You know, Gronk, I think it's tough sometimes, you know, when you get such a a great quarterback like Tom Brady, you have two very big personalities, but a lot of skill on the field. Sometimes that works against you. I think that with Mahomes and Kelsey, it's just enough, you know, and one's not overpowering the other and they both shine in their own ways. So I think that's crucial to their success. Absolutely. What about the second half adjustments, though, by Andy Reid and the Kansas City coaching staff? I mean, because Philly was having their way with them. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, the defense just couldn't stop Kansas City. It was a tale of two halves, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. And it was kind of nice to see. I was a little worried in the first half that Philly was just going to take it. And there's nothing worse than a boring Super Bowl or, you know, a a, a team getting blown out in the Super Bowl. So it was nice to see the adjustments that were made. Obviously, they were made for the right reasons since they were able to make that comeback. Um, I was very impressed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so from that point, with that being said... Um, can you tell me what another Super Bowl that was so exciting, like you've seen this one here? Because I really can't remember, except for maybe the Patriots in, in Seattle. Yeah. But this was like from beginning to end locked on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think there were a few. Um, you know, I Patri- the Patriots in Seattle was, an, yeah. was a huge one. Um, when the Giants played the Patriots, that was also yeah, yeah. a very, very close game. It came down to a catch, you know, a helmet catch, uh, which we'll get into. At least I will. A I still bit later. can't believe that. I still <laughs> but, can't believe that. But it's, you know, it's rare to find a super close Super Bowl game that, is a nail biter and you're just into it the entire game. And I, I love that. That's the kind of football that I thrive on. And both guys deserve to win. Yeah, yes. they really did. I didn't have, you know, I am a, you know, I'm a KC fan. I like Travis Kelsey. I like Patrick Mahomes. I'm not really a huge Philly fan, but I was very impressed with how Jalen Hurts played all season. Yeah. So I really wasn't super invested in one team or the other. I, I, if I had to choose, it would have been the Chiefs because um, I really hate Philly fans, if I'm being honest with mm. you. They're kind <laughs> of obnoxious to me, and I'm obnoxious. So if I'm saying that, that's saying something. But, you know, it was great. It was great to see a super close game, and it was great to just enjoy football for what it was yeah. and not be invested in one team or the other. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I agree. I got to, again, reiterate Jalen Hurts, phenomenal season, phenomenal yeah. game. I mean, over 300 yards passing, three For sure. rushing touchdowns. Just the one mistake, the fumble, where he literally dropped the ball. Yeah. And unfortunately, that was the difference. Um, but it doesn't erase. I think he is a franchise quarterback. I think mm-hmm. he erased any doubt there may have been. And, you know, kudos to him and, and that team. Now you lost both coordinators already. Going taking head coaching jobs. So Philly, like you said, Hollywood, they might look different next year. Yeah, I, I, I they're going to lose a lot of people. Yeah, they may you know? be rebuilding. Yeah. And... But they can rebuild around Jalen Hurts. For sure. You know, yeah, I mean, the they're the worst quarterbacks to rebuild around. Oh, yeah. So. There's no doubt. And they still got a lot of young pieces. They're going to lose some free agents because they do have some older cats on their team. Mm-hmm. But I can see them being around for the next few years. I really can. Yeah, you think um, they'll be able to um, gain that force that they had this year? I don't see it. I see maybe 11 wins. You know, I don't see it as dominant because the pieces that they may lose. And, you know, you also got our Detroit Lions coming up. Yeah. What are they going to do? Yeah. Because they know where they need to be yeah. to get to that game like this. Right. You know what I'm saying? You see they opened up as, I think, the 10th overall favorite. So mm-hmm. we're That's moving huge. up in those rankings. Yes, we yes, are. Yes, I like that. Love it, man. Yeah. What about the uh, the field conditions? There's a lot of talk about maybe <laughs> there's too much pain on the field. Um, they said they put $800,000 into that field over two seasons. And to have it be that terrible. It was awful. Like, come on. You <laughs> it was horrible. I think they were also trying out that new grass because the NFL is looking to move away from the turf. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I think it was the new grass that they were testing, testing at the Super Bowl of all games. Does it seem like the <laughs> smartest idea in and my opinion? And you figured because it was dry. You yeah. Know, Arizona's dry. Yeah. And the way they were slipping, clawing in oh, and just Oh, God. That yes. one, that one kickoff or the punt, whatever it was, when that kicker just slid, I thought he yes. her broke his ankle. Yes. Mm-hmm. I cringed. It hurt it was, me. It was hurt my soul. AJ Brown's. Yes. Slip. Uh, I think there was another uh, Juju Smith Schuster slip. Mm-hmm. It was just so obvious. It was, it was in poor condition. Yeah. And hurt again, slip coming out out of a sack. That's right. Even on the last throw, if you look, he's winding up to throw deep yeah. and he slips out of his throw. Everyone's like, oh, he was tired or injured. If you look at the play, he literally slipped on the field, just throwing a ball. Can't have it on the no, greatest stage. No. But I um, think that speaks a lot to Patrick Mahomes and his ankle injuries and playing through that and playing as well as he did. It's impressive. Absolutely. Um, the next key point, obviously, before we get to the halftime show, which I know we're going to have varying opinions on <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yes, we will. But um, the holding call. So I know there's, it's controversial, but my my feeling is if it's going to be holding in week seven, it's got to be holding in the Super Bowl. You got to be consistent because that's the NFL's biggest thing right now is consistency. And they don't have it week to week. So, first of all, do you feel like it was holding? Because James Bradbury said himself it was holding. He said he thought they would let it slide because of the magnitude of the game. Um, your guys' thoughts. Ashley, we'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it was holding. That was obvious. I also definitely think that they did not make that holding call throughout the game. You know, I actually commented right before that call on how clean the game was played and how clean it was called. There were very few flags and penalties, in my opinion, that we've become used to seeing, especially this season. So I think it was holding. I was very surprised that they called that that late in the game. However, all the controversy that, you know, the NFL is scripted and it makes for good TV. Yeah, I mean, you got that. And I think, you know, it could have changed the trajectory of the game. We don't really know. Mm-hmm. Hollywood? Yeah, I mean, my take on it, you see the twist of the hip, okay? But we've seen that all year long. And what really kicked it off, because the ball wasn't even in the facility, 
it was too far. Yeah. It was not a catchable ball. Yeah. But when Mahomes went and pointed like, hey, you know, right there, that kind of sold it too. And, you know, but here's my thing. You've made this call over and over again. You've let this go over and over again. You've picked up the flag. There's no flag after a flag was thrown. You could have very easily did that. Yeah. Who had money riding? We didn't want that to happen. <laughs> we yeah. had cash. Uh, but yeah. it was too good of a game to allow that to happen. If the ball was close to him, I could see it. But he had no chance of catching it. You know what I mean? And and that was just kind of like Bush League. But I don't get paid the money to do that. <laughs> so I can only imagine the pressure on them and the heat that they're going to take and you know, that that's my take on that. Just the consistency. You got to be, is it catchable? Yeah. But you no. can argue he would have been closer had he not been held out of his break. You know, you're doing a, yeah. a whip in, you're whipping out, wheeling up the field. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It would have yeah. been a lot closer, I feel like. But it's uh, it's tough because the NFL is yeah. under big scrutiny as far as that. So mm -hmm. we'll have to see what, what kind of changes are made. But again, if you have consistency, it's tough to argue either way. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So let's get to it. The halftime show on Rihanna. Got to give her kudos for uh, being 50 to 100 feet in the air, pregnant. You know what I'm saying? The bump. Shaking them hips. Baby girl still got the it. Bump. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the bump. I mean, she's got bangers over the years. So, I mean, I thought considering I did. The only thing I didn't like was the lip syncing. Yeah. Because it was so obvious, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. times that was kind of uh, disappointing. But she's got some hits over the years. And I'm going to give her some credit. Great choreography, too. <laughs> What's it take? Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Buckle up. All right, we're gonna do a pros and cons on this, right? Because I have a very different opinion. <laughs> I will give her credit. Rihanna is iconic, right? Everybody knows her music. She sang hit after hit after hit that everyone can sing along to, and that's what I think the Super Bowl halftime show should be. Very entertaining. People can become engaged with it because they do know the music. I think I spent half of the time obsessing over whether or not she was pregnant. I couldn't tell. And I was like, man, like, is she just struggling to lose that baby weight or is she pregnant? And it took away from the experience of watching it because I just like I couldn't get past it. Right. Um, and for me, I just felt like she herself lacked energy. She just seemed kind of bored. She didn't seem like her facial expressions, like she brought the excitement that I would expect from a Super Bowl halftime show. Mm -hmm. I didn't love it. It wasn't my favorite. I know it's the unpopular opinion. I'm going to get crucified. Bring it. <laughs> I just, I, I could pick other halftime shows that I thought were better. And that wasn't one of them. Uh, damn going in good. I mean, very good. Very I'm good. opinionated. No, there's like, wrong with it. Sorry. I Dom actually am not sorry. Dom. I did not like it. <laughs> you don't need to be sorry. I didn't man. like it. Um, I thought the one time, you know, with the lyrics, it, it she had stopped our tribal chief. No, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> she had stopped and her lyrics kept going with her singing. And I was like, come yeah. on, many millions of vanilla. Come on. All right. over yeah. again. Right. What the hell? These people pay big money for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Put a lozenger in your mouth and let it rock. <laughs> Maybe not every song, but your main. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they didn't know if she was pregnant or not with the bump. Is she really pregnant? Is she not? It took away from the performance. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. Okay. I'm not a big Rihanna fan. Okay. Chris Stapleton. 
That guy tore it up. Crushed it. Tears in my eyes. Crushed it. How he hit it. That was was my... I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That did it for me. Yeah, I agree. He could have done the national anthem and the halftime show. And I would have been thrilled. And I'm actually not a Chris Stapleton fan. And he just knocked it out of the park. I was Mm -hmm. very impressed. What do you think, Philly? I loved it. I actually I was doing a uh, tribute video for my uncle that passed away, yeah. so I missed it live. So I had to go back and watch it. But it was, uh, it was great, phenomenal. I mean, very emotional, mm-hmm. you know. And I think uh, you did a phenomenal job. I agree. But Rihanna still killed it. So well, we'll agree to disagree on that one, and it's okay. <laughs> You're entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. She had the snooze. Damn you. <laughs> So with that being said, anything else you want to touch on the Super Bowl? Mm, no. Actually, I thought just like an honorable mention, I thought the Kelsey brothers at the end of the game handled themselves very well. I Not that I expected anything less from Jason Kelsey with losing. Mm-hmm. I think he's a class act. I think he's a phenomenal center. But I, you know, I also liked how Travis handled himself. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. very like rubbing it in his face. He was super humble, congratulated his brother, gave him all the kudos in the world. And I really liked that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. The next the last point I want to say, too, is I think when you get to that number two spot, as far as two Super Bowls, like it elevates your legacy to... Oh, there's no doubt. Unparalleled heights. Because a lot of people have won championship, right? Yeah. But once you get the two, like Kelsey said, it kind of solidifies your role. Yeah. As one of the greatest of all time. You know, you're going down in history. Yeah. So that Mahomes, Kelsey, Reed tandem. I'm so happy for Andy Reed. And I'm going to go back to a moment during that uh, celebration for my pickled moment because (laughs) there's somebody that really pissed me off. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. I have to go back. The guy's just pickled and he needs to get off TV, but more to come. Yeah, yeah, no, no, for real. I mean, like, you know, imagine that mother. Oh. Both of her Donna. sons are in the biggest game. Yeah. yeah. You know, had to go down there and hug her boys. One sad didn't win one. You know what I mean? I know. Your switch of emotions. That was amazing. That was cool. You yeah. know, so them, them, them Kelsey boys, they're, they're every bit of what football is, win or lose. Yeah. And they showed it on the stage. You know, um, and that, that's just a great thing. Yeah, I agree. She became like overnight celebrity. Oh, she's amazing. Everybody needs a mom like Donna. Oh, yeah. She's she had, great. She had the shoes, the jerseys. All of it. Up. Yes, yes. All of it. Even their dad. Their dad seemed super cool, very mm-hmm. chill, very down to earth. And yeah, it was great. Loved it. All right. So you guys ready for the feature presentation? Let's do hey. it. And now, our feature presentation. All right, y'all. So episode 76. Today we are doing Super Bowl moments. Shout out to our girl Ashley for picking the topic. And uh, with that being said and what have you, I'm going to have you start it off. Perfect. Um, So mine are not really in any particular order. I have like a top two that I think were my all-time favorites, but I'll start at the bottom and work my way up. Um, Super Bowl 34. 2000, six seconds left on the clock. Rams are on the 10 yard line. This is the Mike Jones tackle at the one yard line. Okay. Um, Rams are at the 10 yard line. Steve McNair hands off to Kevin Dyson at the three yard line. And the Rams linebacker, Mike Jones, comes in with a clutch tackle, drops Dyson short of the goal line to secure a Rams win 23 16 over the Titans. Mm. I'm sure we all remember that one because I was like, I, yeah, I the remember stretch. exactly where I was. We were watching at Grandmaster B's house, and I was, I was actually rooting for the Titans. Me too. And 
seeing Dyson catch that slant route and he's reaching out for it. And you're like, oh, it's going to go in overtime. And like, nope, he's short. It did it. And he was, and he reached. And, you know, it's just, it's crazy to watch. Even still, it gives you chills. 23 years later. So that's a good one. That was an iconic moment for me, for yes. sure. I was like nine, and I remember that. <laughs> wow. Very good. good memory. It's a good one going back in the vault. I love it. Hollywood, over to you. Oh, I'm sure we all know this with that being said. Let's talk about James Harrison, linebacker from Pittsburgh Steelers, picking off Kurt Warner at the goal line. Damn you. You sold Damn mine. You. That was my hundred yarder. I'll allow it. And <laughs> did you see my man stumbling wrong? <laughs> and they even thought he was down at the one. Yeah, know, he needed he oxygen forward. after yeah. that. Oh, he, <laughs> oh, I love him. I love Harrison. Love, great linebacker of the, of the Steelers, but a hundred yards Incredible. in the Super Bowl off a great quarterback. Yeah, Kurt Warner. Oh my God, yeah. man! Yeah, that was that was uh, one of mine, which I knew was probably gonna, you yep. know, be others too. Yeah, I'm gonna share that one with you because I yes. put that on my list. I just remember watching that and like you, you're thinking, okay, they're, they're gonna settle for points, you know, I'm gonna mm -hmm. get the game close, and yeah. then he picks it off, and then you get all the the team blocking downfield, and I just remember jumping out of my seat because obviously. I'm a Pittsburgh fan. I mean, it's, that's my second team. So I was going apeshit for that. And How he didn't get caught. Fitzgerald so fast. I know. Unreal. Well, both of them, too. I think it was Breeston, Breston. Yeah. I don't know pronounce his name. Him, too. They were both chasing after him and both got him down. And yeah. it was crazy. That was wild. I remember that. I remember just holding my breath the entire time <laughs> as he's running like, oh, no, he's going to get stopped at the 30. Oh, he made it to the opposite 30. Oh, there's, I couldn't believe it. There's a few it. more plays in that game that could be on the top five list, too. Don't start taking them because I got another <laughs> I one. Got so you can't steal my list. All right, so Hollywood, we're going to share that one back to you. Okay. That actually was my number four. Um, I just, it, again, it stood out to me. It, it'll never leave me that feeling of like, oh my God, that yes. run. And he's a linebacker and like, he doesn't look very fast. I can't a believe he hasn't. Too. Yeah, I can't believe he hasn't been caught. And then seeing him on the sidelines with oxygen, I was like, that's my boy. Yes. Like, good for you, man. <laughs> so that was my number four. Hollywood, back to you. Um. I'm sure we we made butt heads here, but I'm gonna throw you off here. Super Bowl twenty, the Chicago Bears, refrigerator Perry scoring at Ooh. touchdown. Ooh. How he blew through there! I like it. That Bears team was so sweet that year. Oh my god! In the fridge, I remember when they came on. Said, this is what the fridge eats on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> this whole table, man, of food. That's what he ate. And I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? But yeah, to see a guy being that big and that mobile and hit and score that touchdown, that was amazing. Yeah. So that's one of mine, Super Bowl 20. What year was that? That was, uh, I, I must, I don't think. 1985, I 86, I think it was. Oh, year I was born. So. Yeah. I was going to say, that was a little bit before me because yeah. I remember hearing about it, but I obviously have no recollection yeah. of it. So this one, uh, we kind of touched on it uh, prior to jumping on air, but it's the Malcolm Butler inter interception. I mean, Seattle such a great season. I think that kind of changed their trajectory as a, um, what they call it, dynasty. Yeah. You know, it really could have changed everything for Russell Wilson and, you know, throwing in a Ricardo Lockett and he just, he bumped into him. I don't know how he picked it off. Still, you look at it on film. It's just crazy how it happened. Their momentum hit, yeah. all stuck to him mm -hmm. and that was it. And, you know, Brady wins another Super Bowl and you got one of the best running backs of all time. You got beast mode in the backfield, hand him the fucking ball. 
You know what I'm saying? They like, talked about that. They why still would you talk not? About that. I know it's been talked about at nauseum, but like I watched it back last night. So I'm like, I just wanted to refine my list, make sure I knew what <laughs> five I wanted. Doesn't it make you sick when you see it? As a coach, too, you know, it's like, man, if I that's my best player there. And I love Russell Wilson too. He was at his prime then. But when you got a back like that, good offensive line, trust in him. Yeah. Just why would you not? Rock. I agree. <laughs> I'm right there with you. It's still I feel like that play call will always be questioned. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I will question forever why he called that play. For sure. Doesn't make sense. You think Pete Carroll still thinks about it in his sleep? I would. Oh, without that a doubt. would haunt me. <laughs> Lynch is forever. If wow. I'm Pete Carroll and I'm drunk, I'm crying over that play. <laughs> like wasted in a corner. Why did I do this? Why this did was I? So stupid. Yeah. Oh, man. Still tickles my fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, back to you. All right. My number three was the Antonio Holmes, his perfect catch. Um you know, Steelers are trailing Arizona 23-20. 43 seconds left, I believe it was. Um, Holmes is in the back quarter of the end zone, catches it on his toes and falls out of bounds. And I think that play still to this day gets debated on whether he had both feet in. You know, I... <laughs> It's so hard to see from the replay. I, I watched the replay last night, too, because I was like, I, I need to refresh my memory. And you just really can't see that other foot. And it looks like he's down and every angle looks like he's down. But you don't really know for sure because it wasn't HD back then. Right, um, right. So but that that catch was so incredible. He's airborne to make that catch. And, you know, it's it speaks a lot to his athleticism to be able to mm -hmm. have the instinct to keep both feet in bounds. So it's very, very hard to do your inches from the sideline and the goal line. So I, I love that. That that was another play that I was like holding my breath that entire time. <laughs> I'm glad somebody brought that up because that was the outside of the Harrison pick. That was the most one of the most iconic catches in Super Bowl history. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a few more you can choose from. Yeah. But uh, again, yeah, the camera angles are not what they are today. Today, they would have been able to see. To see oh, yeah. Because they got yeah. the whole 360 cam and everything now. Um, again, I was happy they called it a touchdown. I was a Steelers fan. Yeah. Through. I think was there like 35 seconds left or something? Yeah, it was like insane. Very like no time on the clock, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. That's awesome. I love it. And what Super Bowl was that? Mm, Super Bowl to the, uh, 43. 40, 43. It was 2009. Yeah, that's right. Hollywood, over to you. Good yeah, one. I mean, we, yeah, I got a couple. You know, we got I got the Butler one we had. And, um, let's talk about the Desmond Howard 99-yard return. Damn you. Yeah. <laughs> against I the Patriots. I almost put that on my list, but I was like, I need to pick ones that I don't think they're going to pick. Slightly up 27-21. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't enough, and this guy goes back and just takes it to the house. Desmond. I love that guy. And uh, that was Super Bowl 31. They went on to win with Brett Favre. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and Madden was on that call actually. Madden, yeah, I could, yeah, I could, yeah. Here, we'll, we'll yeah. have to have B reenact it when he. Oh back, yeah, but uh, yeah, and Parcells at that time said that was the play of the game because, like you said, it was a close game, and uh, Desmond busted it wide open. Obviously, a Michigan boy. Yeah, you know his NFL career wasn't as spectacular, but I think in that Super Bowl, I think he had 244 yards total. Mm -hmm. in uh, punt and kick returns, which is still a record. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So good one. Uh, this one's going to go back a little bit. I remember as a kid hearing all the stories about John Elway and how he could never get it done. Mm -hmm. And Super Bowl thirty two, the helicopter run. He's not known for running the football. And he goes and, and dives for the first down to set up the go-ahead touchdown that would later seal the game. I'll never forget it. It just 
a gutsy performance. Like he just wanted that first Super Bowl so bad. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, between him and Terrell Davis, man, they just had a hell of a game. Unreal. That that team for those two years where they went back to back, phenomenal. The Green Bay game was close, but the following year where they smashed Atlanta solidified everything. So just seeing him going for that first one, just putting his neck on the line for his team was just so dope to me. I'll yeah. never forget that. Yeah, I agree with that. That was a good yeah, one. That was a good one. Uh, my number two was actually that uh, that Malcolm Butler interception at the goal line. Um, and we don't need to recap because we already went over it. But I just also like watching those replays, Richard Sherman's face at the end of the game <laughs> still just cracks me up <laughs> and I like his face you could literally make a meme out of it for any scenario in life and I still just really enjoy replaying that in my head that was that's one of my favorite moments for sure that's <laughs> sweet absolutely dumb you um Super Bowl 57 this year's Super Bowl when Buckner kicked that winning field goal <laughs> and we won the cash. <laughs> that was one of the greatest moments to, to know, like, here we go. Finally. Yes. After, remember, he already missed one. I know. I was holding <laughs> my breath. I was like, <laughs> oh. No, please, please, please not. Now we're in a perfect position. You know what I mean? And he did that. And that was a great moment in the Super Bowl. And that and. Sealing the deal for them to have their second Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was tickled pink. I ain't going to lie, man. It was uh, oh, yeah. very exciting. And <laughs> I wasn't sure, too, because I'm like, hey, these are not gimmies. It's no, absolutely not. 25, was it 25 yards? Mm-hmm. They're not gimmies anymore. No. Anything can happen, especially on that field. We I saw know. the slips. And those are almost the harder kicks. You you know, you are how many seconds away from winning the Super Bowl? Seven? Like, you, there's no time left on the clock. Oh. And the pressure's on. It's loud in there. You know, it, that's that's a lot. A block, a have, slip. Uh, yeah, right. A lot to have on your shoulders, or you just get nervous. Yeah, and you just miss it, or something goes wrong. Like there's so much that would run through my mind if I was in that position. So I almost think like that's a very hard kick to make. Could you imagine? He goes for the kick, slips, but he kicks the ball, gets blocked. Mm-hmm. Boom! Slay picks it up, takes it to the house. Game over. Oh my god! That would be our number one moment for all of us <laughs> sitting here at this table. You know what I'm saying? Roles are reversed now. There's no money on the table no more. Right. And it just quickly shifted like that. Gives me anxiety just thinking about it. (laughs) I still feel like I owe Jarek McKinnon an Easter card or something for, you know, going down. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, it's all over. Biggest moment. Yeah, it's. I love it. Because it's it's personal. It's got that personal attachment to it. Absolutely. So so, um, this is different. My last one was going to be the, uh, not my favorite, but. The Desmond Howard kickoff, but this one is Super Bowl 40 right here in Detroit. Jerome Bettis retires after winning that game, and he said on the podium, all careers come to an end. The final bus stop is going to be here in Detroit. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Man. Yeah. 2006. I forgot about that. That's a good one. Yeah. It's yeah. I love the bus. That hometown feel, and he had to get convinced by Roethlisberger to come back for that season because he was going to retire the year before. So. Yeah. I thought that was really cool to come back and just win it all right yeah. off into the sunset. Yeah, hell I yeah. know. What a great running back, too. Yeah. Power back. Yeah. Could move like that. Yeah. His nails, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's humble how it cat. should be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. All right. My number one um, has to be David Tyree's helmet catch. That is probably the best catch I've ever seen. I mean, in my lifetime. Um, you know, Patriots are on their way to a perfect season, and that catch is what 
ended it. <laughs> like, that's huge, you know? Um, especially, I, I'm not a huge Eli Manning fan, but I, I kind of like to see Eli Manning fuck things up for Tom Brady. <laughs> so, I, I loved it. That's that's my top moment for sure. Well, you know, Eli was Tom's kryptonite, though. Yeah. 2-0 in the Two. Super Bowl. Two of them. Slayed the Who would have thought? How did he get away from Eli that sack, Manning. dude? How did he I know. On the back of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. It's crazy. And he threw in between three defenders, triple covered. Yeah. And David Tyree, just the strength, you know, the, the fingertips going yeah. down. I mean, you have to be. How do you keep that? With one hand, too, because he had a defender. I, he had the defender on him. Yeah. Who was trying to block that pass. Right. So it's crazy. It's my favorite. Honorable mention of that, though, if I may. You may. You got any more? It gives me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> you lost some money, you don't say. Um, what about the Manningham catch, though? Mario Manningham down the side. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was amazing, too. Yes. I mean, over the head. I mean, amazing. There's a lot of moments in Super Bowl history. Oh, yeah. There is. I was actually, like, going through and, like, I had, you know, my, like, solid, like, three or four that I'm like, this is what I'm going to talk about. And then I had to look up because I wanted five, like, really good ones. And there were so many. I was like, oh, I remember that. I remember this one. I remember where I was, where I was for this one. So it was kind of like a trip down memory lane. It was fun. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever seen... And you guys are younger, but I'm sure you've probably seen it. The Terry Bradshaw to Lynn Swan. Is that when the he one caught, he got knocked out? When he caught the ball twice. Up, and then he was going down, falling down, and caught it again against mm. Dallas Cowboys. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. That, yeah. Yeah, that one was a great one. Unreal. Iconic. Any yeah. other honorable mentions, ladies and gentlemen? No. I don't think so. My last honorable would be Devin Hester against the Colts in the rain. Because mm-hmm. it was the night before my son was born. I thought he was going to be born on Super Bowl. Oh. Sunday. He ended up getting born the next day. But that was pretty cool to see Hester. Talk about when kickoffs were fucking fun. To yes. Play. Oh, yeah. I know. Like kickoffs are completely pretty much done. Yeah. Um, except for uh, Tony on that punt return in the Super Bowl. That was pretty Oh, cool. God, that was that big. That got him back in the game. Yes. So... Good stuff. You guys ready for the pick of the week? <laughs> What's that going to be, guys? Nothing upsets a pickle lover more than a dull, soggy pickle. So, Ashley, who's your pickle of the week? So Did you have a pickle weird. moment? I did have a pickle moment. It's kind of stupid. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to preface this by saying it's a story about myself. And... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm a fucking idiot. So (laughs) I, there are several things I'm very, very good at. Okay. Adulting is not one of those things (laughs) at all. So I'll set the stage for you. The light goes out in my fridge. Change the light bulb, which I'd never done. Couldn't figure out, wasn't working, whatever. I'm the worst homeowner you'll ever meet. Call the repair company. Like, hey, come out. Something's wrong with my fridge. I don't know if it's going to die. This is a sign. I'm secretly praying it's going to die because it's ugly and I want a new one. They come out and the guy's like looking at it and he's like, you got a Clorox wipe? I'm like, yeah, like my fridge is not dirty. Like I'm OCD, but sure, like take this Clorox wipe. And he takes it and he does like a little swipe at the top. Boom. Mike comes out. I'm like, what the heck? Like, what is this? (laughs) So like a week prior, I had a bottle of champagne that had like randomly just exploded champagne everywhere. It was sticky. Thought I cleaned it up, but it was sticky enough to where it like messed up the sensor. So $150 service call later. And all I needed was a Clorox wipe Damn. to clean my fridge. Damn is right. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you didn't know. I mean, really, you know, are. are you kidding me? But just, you just, 
You just don't know. You don't know. And like, unfortunately, my parents really didn't provide me with life skills to figure this shit out. <laughs> so do you guys have that awkward, awkward moment go. where you're just like, yeah, we literally both kind of like looked at each other. And it was funny because he was at my house like two weeks prior because my washing machine wasn't working. And it was because the hot water hose was connected to the cold water hookup and vice versa. So like this poor guy is like, this girl should not live by herself. She could barely function. <laughs> I'm sure he's questioning all of my life choices. She needs help. So needless to say, your mind was pickled. Yeah. Your mind indeed was it was. Mind was pickled. Not proud to say it, but indeed it was. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Wasn't my proudest moment, but... You know what we're going to do. Yeah, I'm used to it. it. Right, right. <laughs> You'll be all right. Right, right. Hollywood over to you, Mike. Tell me. Huh. Well, I was pickled on the way here. <laughs> so, as we see, you guys got the jerseys on. Mike's and of t-shirt. course, Mike's I'm t-shirt. supposed to. You're not the odd man out. Don't I'm you still, worry, my guy. Tell you. <laughs> I'm supposed to have the 97 just like you. Tell you. And I got Elaine on my bed. I'm looking all forward to it wearing the jersey. And I get to talking and a couple things went on and get on the phone and mine gets pickled in a conversation. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to get here. You yeah. In me, forget me, Jersey. Damn you. Me, forget me, Jersey. Damn you, Hollywood. And now I got to go home and see Elaine there and I'm going to be pissed. I know. You know it's what I mean? Bummer. And that's my hutch. I, I, I love it. We could have been twins. Oh. Doesn't that break your heart? So I got here and I was still I still pickled. Then the mic didn't work and I was more pickled. <laughs> then we couldn't get the camera working. <laughs> we all got pickled. We, we did. All, you know why? Because I didn't bust out Mr. Pickleton. He's not here. Usually I have Mr. Pickleton. We have a mascot. That's this it. Where this is all coming from. What the heck? Grandmaster B is oh. the host of pickleitis, right? Yeah. It just kind of spread throughout. You know, and it's growing and growing. And you see at times it, it rears its ugly head with us and it's getting to you and it's going to get to others. I mean, I've had pickleitis truthfully, probably my whole life. If you have an hour to talk about the dumb shit I do, let's go. And before I came here, I remember I went in my fridge and I, I grabbed the pickle jar. Yeah. And I was going to. Because pickles are it, delicious. And I said, I may need that for, you know, for drink, for potassium, whatever. You don't even pick you up. I was thinking martinis. But I can't. I can't throw it away. <laughs> what, why would I do that? Why would I pick up the pickle jar? You know what? Next time I come here, I'm going to bring you a jar of pickles. <laughs> Me got pickle oils. <laughs> apple snatch. Damn you. Damn you. I'm telling you, man. You need more apples in the house, man. Oh, God. Something. I got <laughs> an apple upstairs. You might have to bite into the mic for Ashley one time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So mine's uh, after the Super Bowl, like I was saying, this guy's been... He's had pickleitis for a couple years now, okay? And his name's Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> and he said to Andy Reid, he's like, come on, big fella, why don't you waddle on over here? And now it doesn't seem like anything. It's something like we would say to each other, right? Maybe they're friends. Who knows? But this guy, he's been pickled for a long time, like I said, and it's reared its ugly head, and people started getting on him about it, thought it was distasteful. You it know, was kinda, a little Kind of taken away from his moments. Like, and Andy's so cool. He I just know. took it in stride. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, looks like, maybe looks at Andy like maybe looking at like the Hawks. <laughs> I don't know. That's I can only you know what I mean. But but Terry Bradshaw, he's got to get off TV, man. This yeah, it's it's kind of like Goldberg in the wrestling. Just go yeah. away, <laughs> Ric Flair too. Yeah, damn you, go away. Damn you. Like it's so sad. Like these guys, 
stay too long. And yeah. then they start fumbling the words and they can't, you know, Sleepy Joe, maybe it's Sleepy Joe-itis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bidenitis or no? Bidenitis. <laughs> Could be another one out. Well, you know, I got it out for Bradshaw too because when I was a kid, me and B were at a Sunday night football game and Bradshaw was coming by with the crew, you know, Howie and um, whoever else was on the crew at the time. He's like, hey, Mr. Bradshaw. I was like, Mr. Bradshaw, you know, can you sign my T-shirt? It was a, like a Steelers and uh, Lions T-shirt, whatever. It was giveaway. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. Just walk, you know, shrug me off. Like so Bob Buchan. Ever since. He told the you dick. no? Yeah, like fucking prick. So you've been salty since day yeah. one. Salty, baby. I'm salty. talking lay salty. Never <laughs> <seen that. laughs> but you hear him every Sunday. If I have to go through another year of him bumbling words through the entire uh, highlight reel, I just can't do it anymore. It's, yeah. He's got major pickleitis. I so feel if that. You, if you had the choice to have Bradshaw or Tony Romo, Oh. Which one are you keeping? Oh my goodness. I'm going to add a third option in there. Oh, are you God. ready? Yeah, go ahead. The Manning brothers. You don't like their uh it's, It gets annoying. It gets annoying. Yeah. It's annoying. Like they're little yeah. kids. Yeah, like it's like obnoxious. And <laughs> like I don't mind the accent, but the accent's a little much. And I'm just like, ugh. I can see that. Yeah. I would have to say. So you see, you had what's the worst Bradshaw, of the worst? Bradshaw, Tony Romo, Romo, or the Manning brothers? And the Manning brothers. Wow. How do you pick? I'm pickled right now. See, you're welcome. I gotta say, Bradshaw still, man. <laughs> okay, you got your oh, purposes. Jim, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Jim, oh. Romo's got to go for me. He's. I, I just. Oh, I, oh I it's it's annoying. It. It's annoying. I could see your point with Bradshaw because. I was like that with Bob Euchre. And we were at a tire game years ago, and he's walking with his suits. Hey, Bob, can you sign this? Come on over here, bud, like this. He looks at us. I ain't got time for that. <gasps> no. Whoa. I'm 15 years old. I mean, yeah. dude, all I want is an autograph, and you point Seriously. to your watch. I ain't got time for that. Dude, we put you out here. That's impactful. And for I a young never, fan. I never forgave that guy anytime they bring him up and saw him. I don't blame said you. he was a piece of trash. Wow. Wow. Uh, Bob Euchre. Okay. Prick. Prick. Damn dick. Prick. <laughs> all right. Well, Hollywood, you ready for the Hollywood hot seat? Some. Some. Welcome to the Hollywood Hot Seat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ashley, you're on the hot seat tonight. Ashley, you're on the hot seat, babe. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Question number one to you, Ashley. Your guilty pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> like, just in general? <laughs> what is one of your guilty pleasures? <laughs> Brunch. Brunch. I love brunch. Bottomless mimosas. Yes. Brunch. Mm, a brunch. <laughs> you got to get more specific. Like, um, that's like a broad, like, that's a broad question. What is one thing you can never get enough of? 
Oh, shit. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's so vague. Like, I could have so many answers for this. I only need one. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I could never get enough of. Cuddles. I love to cuddle. Oh, you love to cuddle? I'm a cuddler. Yeah. You don't say. You don't say. So cuddling leads to whoopsie dipsy. <laughs> if you're lucky. Oh. Now, see, I've heard cuddle sometimes doesn't lead to whoopsie dipsy. <laughs> no. That's kind of bare for me. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it leads to me falling right asleep, but I sleep like a champ. <laughs> see, what? you should have been more specific because now I'm giving you answers you don't want. What do you think about that? That cuddly, fuddly, dudley. You like to be cuddled? I like to cuddle. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? No, I, I love cuddling too, laying your clothes. Barbaric. <laughs> barbaric. Butt ass naked and all. She's just in tight. She's feeling safe. She's loving it. Loving it. Oh, live you know my best I mean? life. Like King Kong's got her. There you go. Hey, you got the grip. Yep. <laughs> what would be the worst place to take you out on a date that you would just be like, what the f? Oh, just a shit. Like, what the? F- this just totally. Church. Don't take me to confessional <laughs> on our first date. <laughs> no, that was the first thing that popped in my head. In, like, in all seriousness, don't take me fishing. Don't take you fishing? No. I'm impatient. I won't bait the hook. I won't take the fish off the hook. I'm a lot of work. Wow. Yeah. So you're kind of like a Jack Russell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> One thing you'd never say no to. One thing I'd never say no to. Would be one of your things that you would never say no to. I don't know. Puppy dog eyes, probably. I'm a sucker for puppy dog eyes. Ooh, she falls for the eyes, you don't yeah. say. You don't say. Yeah. Me puppy eyes. <laughs> Zip a <bee. laughs> Say it. <laughs> Bring it down. <laughs> if you were out, if you were asked to eat bunghole, <laughs> would you eat bunghole? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> and why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the better question is why would I say yes? <laughs> Turn off. Just don't like it. Nasty. Just what do you think? Yeah, all of the above. If someone. <laughs> Honestly, like it would instantly take me out of the mood. And yeah, yeah I'm like, mm, no. He's like, Ashley, I really like this. <laughs> would you bunghole me? You guys are getting hot and heavy. And he's hot and heavy. on the bed and puts his legs behind his head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? And he's up holding them up. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm yes. <laughs> I would laugh. I, it would kill the mood. I'd walk out. Or if we're at my house, you got to leave. Like, you ruined it. You would stop it right then and there. He's got to go. Yeah, you got to go. And he's got, he's holding his ankles back. Yeah. Yeah. No, because if you fart in my face, are you kidding me? I will vomit on your dick. Woo! Okay. Yeah. 
Wow. I wouldn't even get to that point though. I would get nowhere near like that bubble at, at all. No. <laughs> No. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I like that. Um, what would you consider? What number would you consider yourself as a kisser? I would say like a solid seven and a half. Yeah. Solid seven and a half. Yeah. Eight. Nice. Closer to an eight. But yeah. I mean, I think I'm perfect, but others might disagree so Would you say I, I think eight's like a, a safe answer more soft-lipped <laughs> sloppy not sloppy i hate that shit or um, quick with the tongue yeah little tongue action um soft sensual not real fast i mean if i'm drunk then yeah but you prefer the romantic type, soft and slow, sweet kisses. Yeah, tender, tender to the yeah. touch. Yeah, because I'm touch. a very aggressive person, and I Ooh. don't want aggressive kissing. Don't eat my face. I'm not about that. <laughs> so you want to eat face? I don't. <laughs> I don't want to eat your face either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, if one of the most sexual tickle spots on your body that would just get you to. Like that. Put you to the roof. Toes curled. Done. The spot. Probably, right on the spot. Probably my neck. Yeah. And I and I tell you what, I could say the neck is very dangerous. Yeah. I just think it's so seducive. Yeah. Um some women don't like it. Yeah. So we got a beautiful girl on here right here. She loves it. Um I think there's a there's a fine line, right? Don't be too aggressive. Don't make me think you're going to like Ted Bundy my ass. But, <laughs> you know, do it the right way. Like a little nipples. <laughs> a little nipples on the... Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't do it if you're not experienced. Like, if you're just like winging it. No. <laughs> we'll work our way there. Yeah. I can see. I mean, that, you know that's, I mean? that's, yeah, that's very like, powerful. I'm, like, I'm little. Don't choke me. I'll die. You don't like choking. I mean, <laughs> listen, if I'm going to die, I'm not going to die because someone fucked up when they're kissing me. Like, I better have a better death story than that. Come so would, on. Would this you, shit better make Dateline. Would you like to be choked? Would you put yourself in that position where no, you could be? Probably not like fully choked. No. Partial choked. Yeah. Make sure I can still breathe. I can still talk. And still say good. fuck no if I need to. Yeah. Slight gas for air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask yourself this. Oh boy. As a woman, most women, they say, anal's off the book. Is that a is that a turn on or a turn off for you? Like if you was with a guy and it's like a deal breaker like type thing, like I just don't do this or I'm open game. So there are certain deal breakers for me. Um most things I'll try anything once. I've never done anal. Hope my family's not listening to this. You should be <laughs> proud if you are. But I never done it. I would try it once if I hated it. And that's a deal breaker for them. See ya. And if you didn't like it, that would be it. There's that's never it. going back. Never now. going back. We're not, we're not, we're not going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Try anything. I would try most anything once. But yeah. If that was like his thing, 
and I didn't love it. No, sorry. Not going back door no more. No. Go find someone who'll give you that because it ain't me. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, because I, I, I've heard a lot of different scenarios. Yeah. And I just, you think that's a deal breaker? Philly? Um, no, not per se. No. I mean, I would never per se tell a woman, like, I think that's a deal breaker for her. Like, if you don't, like, I don't, I wouldn't want to put you on that spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not going to make or break this year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would love to experience that with you. Absolutely. And whatnot. <laughs> of course. But, but it's not something that I'm going to hold against you. Yeah. yeah. You can't go to your boy or, you know, your brother or sister and be like, yo, she just didn't like anal. So I was out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. How ridiculous I mean, would that be? That would be kind of silly. Yeah, Truly. but there's people that do it. Oh, and there's, there's women tell you, I'll tell you right there, that door is closed. So if you're even thinking about going there and if that's going to be an issue, you're not for me. Yeah. No. I feel the same way. And it's not like, truthfully, I could die never doing anal and I would be 100% fine with it. So, again, I try anything once. I'm not dying to do it. Maybe I'll hate it. Probably. <laughs> but you never know until you try. Yeah, it. right, right. So, I'm, I mean, but you don't feel snookerdoodled into it. I better not. I don't get snookerdoodled into doing anything. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Let's just make that but clear. But you know what I'm saying? It, it's. I wouldn't feel pressured into doing it. No. Like. You know, maybe I should have. No, it would have to also be, though, not to cut you off with someone like I really trust to where, like, if I was not enjoying it, I would not feel bad, like cutting it off right then and there. Like, we're not doing this anymore. But I think you showing you're willing to try, like you said, things. Yeah. You know, that's fair enough. You know, yeah. I mean, because some some don't. And it's okay too. You know, there's both sides of the fence. I think there's just some clear cut that, no, this ain't happening. I'm going to let you know up front right now. Yeah. Sure. Before you guys even maybe done anything, right? Right, right, right. As far as in a relationship, they say, well, these these are the deals on the table. Oh, wow. We haven't even had sex yet. Wow. I've had that, though. You have? I have. told you? Yeah. Where, so I went out on a date with a guy, and his, like, stick was that he really wanted to have threesome. And that is like my deal breaker. I will never do that. And he was like, if that's not something you're willing to entertain, like that's a problem for me. And I said, well, it's no longer a problem because, and I left the date. Oh, wow. Wow. Not me. Yeah. Some of swingers. Yeah. Yeah. Zingers and dingers. <laughs> Zingers and dingers. Yeah. I mean, I, I, <sighs> I'll tell you what, I, there's a story I got to say it since you brought up threesomes and I never had one, mind you. I was at a bar when I stepped outside to have a smoke when I was smoking. Mm-hmm. And um, I see this girl, she's like staring at me. I'm like, all right, hey, how you doing? So she starts talking to me and she's like, you know, me and my boyfriend there would really like you to, you know, come join us tonight. It's <laughs> like, yo. Hey, yo. Like, hey, hey, yo. I really appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, the bad guy's got to go. Yeah. I, was like, I just didn't feel comfortable doing that. You know what I mean? I'm smashing some dude's chick right in front of him. It's weird. You know, this guy ain't going to try to touch on me. You know what I mean? It's oh. <laughs> It's, it's not not for me. He it's slides her over and goes, I want you. There's people, hey, do your thing. Whatever, Could you whatever, imagine? Whatever tickles your fancy, per se. Yeah, per se. You know what I mean? There's whatever. I'm not judging, but yeah, I just, I couldn't do it. I mean, I look at it this way. I guess if you're open to that, I can't love you. Yeah. I can't love you to allow that. Right. right. I'm going to allow a man, it is you're my woman, to continue to come over here and, and watch these things go on and. Yeah. Where's your mind at? Your mind's pickled. That, yeah. That's real pickled legs to me. But I know people that do that. 
And I says, how do you feel as well? Yeah. Dirty. He, well, go. Why don't you, I can't go anywhere. Now, do you feel the same way about couples that like, like off the rip, that's crazy. But I'm saying there's <laughs> couples that have been together a long time. They want to spice things up. That would never be me. But I'm saying, what if that came to the table? Like after 30 years, she's like, honey. I can't do it. I mean, I'm disrespecting her. Yeah. That's my baby. It's like, baby, you know, what do you think about spicing up? No. Somebody else into the picture. Divorce. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, Divorce. I got to be creative. I mean, yeah. it's God's gift. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, you want me to do a backflip off the bed or something? I mean, <laughs> get toys. There are so many toys. I'm sure. And I know a different woman's a different get. different feeling. All that, and that, but it's not the same. Like they say, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. True. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're willing to do that and put you know your woman out there, your man out there, I don't know about that. I, I just don't know. I just think it causes problems, and you know, um, and whatnot, and. Uh, but if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. I'm not into that. You know, yeah. them days were, sure. you know, like, just, I couldn't bring that to my everyday thing, my everyday life. Right? I don't no. like to share. You know I what agree. I mean? No. Yeah, that, I would, you know, even afterwards, you would feel some type of way. You, know you have to be very that. secure in yourself and in your relationship. And even then, like, what if that person really liked being with somebody else? You know, you got to wonder how that changes the dynamic. Are they going to want to do this again? Right. Or they're in the no. bathroom texting. Oh, that was great last night. Hell Thank no. you for coming over. Yeah, can't have it. Man. You know? I'm all set. Can't do it. And last question. What's your biggest turnoff in a man sexually? Oh. What would be your biggest turnoff? Um. Hmm. That's a great question. So, I don't think I've had, I don't think I've been with someone where sexually I was super turned off, but I think if someone was just like very aggressive and vocal, like maybe, you know, if they're just like very, like super obnoxiously loud in the bedroom, I think I, <laughs> you both are looking at me and you're silent. You don't, so you don't like, I'm like rambling at this point. You don't no, like a man that that's. Oh God! Oh Lord! No! That, <laughs> oh God, Ashley! <laughs> Quiet! No, not like that. Say that. You can say those things. You can be vocal, but like, not like. Don't be yelling. Don't be like, uh, uh Like I don't so want like to hear bitch. you. Like, yeah. Like something you're supposed to be doing, but he's mind. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I've never had that, but I can imagine that would make me, I laugh in uncomfortable situations and I can imagine that would make me laugh and it would just like kill it for me. And you'd be like, you're a bitch. Yeah. Like you don't want to scream in expletives the whole time and talking like all types of dirty. No, no. Yeah. No, no. Like relax. We're making love. We're not trying to like win the presidency. Chill out. (laughs) That would be so jacked up. You gotta please stop. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just, it would, yeah, I would just, I would be turned off. I wouldn't want to do it anymore. I'd want to roll over and go to sleep. Wow. Wow. Don't say. You don't say. Yeah. Fair enough. I'd be over it. Yeah. Well, very good, Ashley. Uh, Some of these women out here, hopefully they listen and take this in. (laughs) I'm sure they may have different opinions and that's fine. 
But uh, yeah. Good job. You passed the hot seat. You passed the hot seat. I passed? Yes. So exciting. So we're going to take a quick break, pay some bills, and we'll be back with the Phillies Fives. Time to. Time to- 24th Street Pizza has expanded their menu to offer new items like the Miami Steak Sub, Poutine, Nacho Supreme, Traverse City Salad, and even the Poho Mac and Cheese Pizza. Plus, with beer and wine and free delivery in Port Huron, there's no question what's for dinner. It's 24th Street Pizza. All right, y'all, it is now time for the Phillies Fives. Ashley, again, great job on the hot seat. You survived. Oh, I passed, you guys. I passed. Starting to get hot. Smoking. All right, so number one, what is something you or others, even when you're broke, you have somehow find a way to buy? Think about that. What is something broke people always have, no matter what? Think about back when funds were low, or if you see somebody out there that no matter what, these people find a way to have it. Me personally, or just people in general? It's however you want to take it. Oh. That's what's great. It's all about perspective here. Oh, I mean... Me do, personally? Do a personal and then uh, okay. others. I feel like for others, expensive handbags. So stupid. Or cars. You see so many people rolling up to the trailer park in their Escalade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, That's true. For me, I've been very, very blessed that I've never... I've never been in a situation where I'm like, I got to choose to buy this or keep the lights on. So I'm very thankful for that. But, you know, every once in a while, money's tight. I would still find the money, I think, to buy concert tickets or go to like a football game. Nice. Yeah. For me, it's food. I got to eat, man. (laughs) Or food, too. (laughs) All right. I'm the bougie asshole that's like, I'm going to go buy $200 concert tickets. You don't sign. You don't sign. (laughs) Mike's like Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Gots to eat, dog. So what you going to get? In a pinch tone, you know, uh, we settle for some T-Bell, you know what I mean? Some Mickey D's. So you're going to find a way to get that T-Bell. No doubt. <laughs> if times are tight, I don't got groceries and got hundreds of dollars to go to the store. Yeah, I'm gonna hit that drive through, take some cans back, whatever I gotta do. I've been there. I ain't too proud to say. No, hey, but, I, we all been there. We get that hot and ready too. How about you, Hollywood? I always find a way to get my beer. Yeah, yeah. Now maybe a little bit different, mm. but back in the day, I was gonna find get that fix. That was my brewski. That's a good point. Back in the day, high school and like shortly out, you know, I was kind of done out of the weed smoking stage. But I tell you what, there was some broke motherfuckers that always found a way to get high, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, man, I got five on it. You take quarters. You know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> something. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. it's crazy. Like, yeah. I swear to God, people would do it. Yeah. Been there with the change and down to the latch, you know. Yeah. Just to get that. That's that's. Crazy. Teach their own, man. Happened. You All find right, a so way. Right now, right here, I want your Mount Rushmore of sex positions. <laughs> <laughs> Are you right here, right now? One, two, three. How many? How many are you looking at? Mount, there's four heads on Mount Rushmore. So, like our top four? Top four. Okay. Ladies first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dumb. Back to the hot seat. <laughs> Number one on top. Doggy style. Reverse cowgirl. Mm. 
Those are my top three. <laughs> What's your fourth? <laughs> I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. Little side action. Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah. There you go. Thank you so much for that I, assist. I'd have to agree Appreciate with you. Appreciate you. <laughs> you. Space Mountain. <laughs> do tell Hollywood. Do tell. The highest Appalachia. Uh, I'm going to say 69er. Oh, yeah. That's another good one. That's a throwback. Um, the Twixie Diddle. <laughs> the pretzel. You know what I'm saying? The pretzel. Um. <laughs> I would say the deep stroke, man. It's it's almost like a doggy style, but she's she's like really just that back's just arched up. She's way down like this, <laughs> ass all up in the air. You know what I mean? Um, would that be like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a hybrid doggy style? Yeah, it's like yeah, I don't yeah, even know. I, I couldn't mean, even come up with a dumb you, name. You hanged up like this. <laughs> Um, must have read that in the Kama Sutra. You may have a you may have a slave bed. You rope that slave bed. And that ass all up in there. <laughs> slave uh, bed. Uh, that is old school. I'm gonna say uh, on top. On top is always the the most uh, seductive. Yeah. Because the eyes change when you're looking at that woman, especially when you. I mean, you'll see. It's I've seen a couple times. God damn, your eyes change. What? The, what do you mean? Oh, you you're coach me up like I've never had it before. No, I'm <laughs> saying like when you look deep down in the eyes, like I, women's eyes can change. Yeah, yeah, I mean you hitting that. I mean, yes, and deep. Oh, oh. Um, I call that the the, the cleaver beaver move. <laughs> um, yeah. But if she could get up upside down, splits, that's perfect too. Uh, Yo, yeah, you. We're not doing the top forty, Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) That's me falls. I love it. That's me falls. All right, think back now, back to high school. What's something you had back in high school that you don't have anymore? Is this uh, an object? Could be anything. Could be. you want me to tell you mine? Yes. Yeah, I wish I had first. the same energy I had in high school. I okay. Feel like, like I still feel like I have good energy, but it's like in high school, man, I was like just able to do so much. Yeah. You know Youth. what I mean? Yeah. I'm like three hours of sleep and I'm still oh, boom, boom, boom. Ain't that the truth? Now I feel like I have to have X amount of sleep. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm like kind of lethargic the next day. Yeah. Dragging ass big time. Yeah. I need a solid seven. Yeah. Yeah. And I love sleep too, man. Yeah. Same. I would say mine would probably be my my innocence in the sense that like I was just very naive. I was in a bubble. I didn't know of like the evil in the world. I hadn't really gone through any trauma. You know, um, the most traumatic thing in my or the first traumatic thing in my life didn't happen until I was 17. So I just kind of miss like being very carefree. And like, just didn't give a fuck, really. I mean, I don't give any fucks now, but it's a lot different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my couldn't give a shit last is based on trauma. <laughs> and like before I was like, eh, I'm invincible. Nothing would ever happen to me. Yeah. So right. I miss that. Now you still got responsibilities, though. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a different kind. I don't give a fuck. I got <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Snatch, what do you think? 
Um, like you said, back to, you know, when we were younger, like high school, the carefree. Yeah. Just live wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you always had your parents over, over your back, you know, to pick up the pieces. Hmm. You could live freely. There was yeah. no worries, really no worries. And, and, and back then, I'm sure as we go all in our generations, uh, is what goes on now. We didn't have them worries. Yeah. How, how back then we didn't think we had it made and we really did. Oh, you know? yeah. That's true. I mean, th them are just great, great upon memories. And there's probably memories we're not even, we can even remember that we did because there was so much to do and, sure. and things we accomplished. And um, that that's one for me is that carefree lifestyle. Yeah. You know, getting up, just going, rolling. Yeah. You know, doing whatever you want to do. There was no consequences consequences you twice about anything no you know pour your beer out now and stuff like that you get pulled over it wasn't like you're going to jail yeah you know it's it you're done yeah you're marked for yeah oh it's it just a different style man yeah all right very good so number three if you could invite one person to a family function and you know they're going to be late and if they are you get five hundred thousand dollars who would that person be Who's always late in your family? You got to put somebody on blast right now. Oh, actually, it doesn't even have to be family. Just somebody you know. It would be family. My aunt Kimmy, she is late to everything. She was late to her own wedding. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Wow. She's like, and she's not even like, like I'm late. Like if you tell me like I need to be somewhere at six thirty, I'm rolling up at six thirty four. <laughs> she is like hours late to the point where you're like, what? <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> like, it just—it's my—it's truthfully mind blowing. Yeah. So yeah, my aunt Kimmy. Shout out to Aunt Kimmy. God bless her. Yeah. Love her to death. Late to everything. She operates on her own time, huh? <sighs> That's an understatement. <laughs> Very good, Hollywood. What do you think? I'm gonna have to save my brother, Ricardo. Tell me, Tucci. Touche. <laughs> you know. If he shows up at all. Yeah, love the guy. <laughs> love the guy. He's got to be late. It's just, there's no other entrance. He's got to be late. I need you there at, you know, two o'clock. Okay. How late are we talking? If you need him there at two, what time is he it pulling up? It could be 2.20. It could be. Okay. It's just got to be late. Yeah. It can't be yeah. 10 minutes prior. Yeah. I'm on time. I'm showtime. Sure. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Listen, it's hard to be on time, you know? But why? <laughs> I got dogs. Like, <laughs> I got a lot of hair that has to be done. <laughs> you know, I got outfits to pay. It's hard to be on time. I get it. I sympathize with him. I can't justify hours and hours late. I can justify 20 minutes. He said normally says, well, yeah, I usually show up when the party's rocking. <laughs> There's something to that, though. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. You never I, want to be the first one that arrives. Yeah. That's lame. I operate on Philly time myself. So with that being said, that, shout out to that. Grandmaster Beaks. I'm inviting you, Tom. Yeah. Tom. <laughs> He'll be late to his own funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows it. Shout out to Young. Love you. All right. That was actually for us. So the last one. What is something that's clearly overpriced, but you'll still buy it? That you don't care spending the extra whatever on it. You, you got to have it. You will not waver on that. Hollywood, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Clearly overpriced. Um, 
Oh, I like that one. You like that Afghani? <laughs> I'm going to say. Listen, I'm half Arabic, and whatever the fuck you two think you're speaking is not it. Okay? So try again. Uh, I'm going to say the, the, the simple 20 ounce bottle of Coke Zero or, or Pepsi or whatever. You go on the simple You grab like something it. and it. You know that it says it's two nineteen two forty nine. You can buy a two liter for that. You still buy that twenty ouncer. I get it because you're thirsty. I get it. Hmm, I like it. No matter what, that's what you like to drink. You're gonna pay whatever. Now, will you buy it as a sixteen point nine when you know it's not an actual twenty ounce? No, that pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pisses me off. Yeah. At least you have something to stand like, for. You're, you're, like you're cheating me of something. Here now. <laughs> I'm in the biz, so I see it all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Know what I never thought about that. That's a good point. I won't buy it. Yeah, no, it's just it's like a principle thing. Yeah, if I drank pop, I wouldn't either. Yeah, yeah. So what you got? Okay, so literally life, everything is expensive right now. Oh, eggs, like yeah. <laughs> you have to gas all of it. Um, I'm gonna go the bougie route again because it's who I am as a person. Jeeps, I'm a Jeep girl. I could get the same size SUV and an Explorer, an Expedition. You know, whatever else, I'm gonna spend that ten grand extra for a Jeep. Okay, she knows what she likes. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm Jeep girl. Yeah, if you're you down to the, what the blue one, or you got the white one. I got the white one. Nice. Yeah, black rims. Oh yeah, look at you. For me, it's gonna be tickets. You know, if there's some place I want to go, whether it be a game, concert, wrestling, whatever, I'm gonna pay it just because. I live for those experiences. Yeah. I think it's important to have those memories. So time to time, I'm going to overextend for it, but it's memories you'll have for life. I'm right there with you. So, you know, not yeah. going to worry about it too much. I'll always spend the money on concert tickets, football games. Yeah, yeah for sure. 100%. So that does it for the Phillies fives, ladies and gentlemen. So Very nice. Now we're just going to open a table up. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say condolences to the families and the victims of the Michigan State shooting. Obviously, we've had too much of this in America over the last few years. And um, I believe the guy committed suicide, right? Yeah, he took himself out. So, I mean, what the fuck is going on? It's incredibly sad. And, you know, when you think about it, and this kind of hit home when I realized that I saw a TikTok of a girl who survived the Sandy Hook shooting. And she's now a student at Michigan State. And she, you know, having to survive two mass shootings in a lifetime, even one, like it's unacceptable. It truly is. And you got to think Oxford, Oxford hits very close to home. That was 14 months ago. Seniors at Oxford who survived that shooting, who are now going to Michigan state as a freshman surviving that shooting. Like it's not okay. No, you know, and unfortunately prayers and condolences. That's great. It's not making a difference, you know, like something's got to change. And where do we start? Because I, I mean, I look at it like, we can change so many different things. It's never going to stop. Yeah. Some some asshole's going to just wake up one day and go, "I just want to be a martyr." Yeah. And and thinking I'm going to get you know all this praise and everything just by wiping somebody out or you know amongst a bunch of people. I I just don't understand what the mind process. Now, you see, like that individual, you see his way of of living and the lifestyle, and just you know. But that's still no reason to 
go out and do that to innocent people you didn't even know. And you were going to go even further to Pittsburgh and New York. Yeah, New Jersey. Like you had like this list for what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. How was that connected from here to New Jersey? Do you know? He used to live there, I think. And he had a list of two schools that he was planning to hit. But he had no ties to Michigan State. There was absolutely, he didn't know anybody that was there. I think he was in Michigan because he was admitted to a mental health hospital. I think something like he shouldn't have even been here and there's absolutely no reason to target Michigan State which is the frustrating thing behind it is you know there's no rhyme or reason you can't rationalize it right yeah we'll never know the full truth because he's gone yeah we can only put the pieces together and build the story and we still have I believe it's five that are still in the hospital that are messed up I mean yeah and like you say the the girl I mean what life is left of her of yeah. any good quality no matter where i go something's come, gonna happen yeah. i mean that's so sad it's like me to me regardless of, of my feelings how you want to do it like you know hey take them out put a bullet in their head do you think that mental homes need to be opened up more and, and, and you know giving them the pill and kind of you know um you know, making them in the corner with their tongue hanging out, you know, in, in, in a four padded wall. Yeah. Now, is that what you got to do? Do you think these people are doing it for like notoriety because social media is so <sighs> big? Because back in the day, if someone did something, you wouldn't know about it. Now yeah. everything's blasted out there. And I can't tell you, I still get updates from, you know, my son's high school. I feel like almost bi-weekly, there's an incident happening of threats, maybe not gun related, but some kind of bullshit's going on. I think these kids and these, this guy was what, like 43 years old? Yeah. 43. So I guess it's not even uh, mitigated to age anymore. You no. Know, and that's unfortunate. And it's like, you can't even get people to the grocery store, let alone police officers outside these campuses and schools and things like that. So that sounds great in theory, but do we have the bodies to actually do it? Do we have people that want to do it? Yeah. They want to risk their lives on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? So it's a very tough and thing. And you just don't know. You don't know they've had it in the military. Uh-huh. Guys turned on and went on his own, you know, military brothers. Like we once said, again, go, we, you know, with, with the smile and everything, we don't know what that person's going through that yeah. day. And they just freak out. Hey, you know, whatever reason, boyfriend broke up, girlfriend broke up, they lost everything, you know, this and that. And they just, there's no more hope. I mean, there's no excuse for it. I mean, yeah. I guess you'd have to be modern day. Uh, messiahs to be on the side to break it out and just blow this person away before they go kill anybody. Yeah. You know, we had that at our work one time and this, this guy literally had a hit list of people and, and, and opened up his bag and thank God that the, the guy came up and he grabbed him and, and blew him out. And this guy had just, just, it was horrible. And the police all came up there and it was like, yeah, he was, just, but he was, you could tell he was different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then people would say stuff, and I'm like, he probably can hear you, he knows you're talking about him. Yeah. And he would just kind of was like, yeah. You know, turn and give you that that stare. It's like, don't mess with him, dude. Yeah. Just leave him alone. Right. Yeah. You know? And sometimes that could, and, and once again, there's no excuse for it. Yeah. You push, 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 push to a point where, you know, they said after his mother died, he just went off the cliff. Like, I don't get it. I, n- I never will. I mean, clearly mental health is a big hot button here in America right now. Uh-huh. Did you know uh, Stanley Johnson, former Detroit Lion, 40 years old, just collapsed in a mental institute? No, didn't know that. Yeah, he was um, 
cited for mental health back in August for like uh, I think burglary or something like that, and he just dropped dead in the hospital recently. Wow. So it's side note there, but um, how about all these UFOs and all this crazy shit going on? And it's crazy Chinese air balloons and it's wild. What is it? I guess back in the day, early 1900s, the Chinese would try to like send things over the ocean. They would get things over. It only resulted in maybe like five deaths. I think back in the day, I just read something online about it. It's um, it's kind of interesting. But there was one in Canada, in Michigan. Um, yeah, over the lake. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you think a UFO, you think of aliens and shit. Now, my thing is that do you think it's the government playing games with us, or do you think it's like an attack from the outside? I don't know, man. It's just it, how it, do it you know my mind a bit? Yeah, it should pickle your mind. How do you know? That it could be disease. Yeah. And when you blow it, it's in the air now. Yeah. And it's in the water. Yeah. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's like things were said we were going to be attacked one day, like on, it's, it's, it's horrible, man. It's like, what was it back around 9 11? The anthrax? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The white powder. Yeah. It's crazy. You just never know. And that's the last thing I want to see is like a World War III. Oh my gosh. I know. You know, and I, it's scary because I feel like we've been on the brink of that like a few times in our lifetime, right? And yeah. I, I never want to see it happen. And and we've been through wars in our lifetime, and you know, it's scary. You just never know. And I, for me at least, it's kind of like a sense of powerlessness. Like, you know, these things are in the atmosphere. There, you can see them. They're being shot down. We don't really know what's going on. We're not really being told much. You know, and it's out of our control. Are we being provoked? Yeah, it's possible. And that was a, that was one of the first things I, I had thought. Like, uh, what what information are you trying to pick up? I mean, there's you share information. Yeah, and you're going against the borders and patrols that you're not supposed to go. We we have an air thing that we're not supposed to cross. Yeah. Okay, whether it's plane, send stuff over there because if that was us sending that, same thing would happen. Yeah. We have rules. And China continues to to just beside and go beside them rules. Yeah. And, I, and I'm telling you right now, we need to really, really bear down and think and get our military strong because I think within the next 10 years, it will be World War III. Yeah. And you know, if it is, show them why you're in the United States of America. Like, like you know, um, Ronald Reagan had stated, I'd seen a p- clip today. He said, you know what it's all about? It's not about the government, Martin. You you run the government. You tell them what you want. You tell them what your needs are. Yeah. Not what their needs are, what your needs are. It's about the people. And, you, you know, they can have three million soldiers, but once you start seeing bodies go flying and everything like that, and, and knowing you're not playing, yeah, you got to show them the heat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we got a bad military service. You know, and a lot of, you know, there's people, they try to discredit it. You know, all the China's, I don't care what they got. Yeah. I know what we got. Yeah. And, you know, um, I just kind of think that it needs to be put down because I don't think any one of them wants to hit the red button. Yeah. And and be a mass destruction because there will still be life beyond that. Yeah. That will survive that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that would just be catastrophic you just yeah. know once it gets to that point there's no going back there's 100%. no going back that's it it's over it's it's yeah and you don't really know what to expect once it get like if it gets to that know. point yeah you know like you don't know what can of worms you're opening up are you, you gonna be part of a city that? here because i sure don't yeah right <laughs> are you gonna be uh you know 
Michigan, say, or Vegas, them are part of cities that are left on the map. Yeah. And then all these different things you're coming up with, you're ill, you're sick, your hair's falling out. You're, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. I agree. What else is going on out there, Hollywood? Um, well, you had that. Um, not, not a whole lot that I know of. Uh, I did see the other day there was a lot of uh, traffic through here. I don't know if you guys have noticed uh, the freeway, especially pulling people over. Oh, I don't know if it's for the cell phone, catching them on cell phone, watching, or is it seatbelt? Hmm. Because they're these undercover vehicles are, are just coming up out of nowhere, and they're not even marked. Yeah, I see them all the time now. I see. I saw a blue charger today. Really, a cop car. It's like, oh, that's new. Yeah, and I think I think they're zapping the phones too. I mean, catching these people texting and just bam. Yeah, pulling them over. I mean, because I, I seen yesterday was eight of them. Wow. On the freeway. That's a the, lot. What highway were you on? I was on 96. Okay. 96. That's a lot. Dude. Yes. And yeah. I kept seeing flashes. I'm like, what's going on, man? Yeah. Both sides, state troopers and, and unmarked cars. Crazy. I'm like, what's going on here? That's You're pulling weird. too many people over. And then I start putting it together. Now, be real. How many times per week do you catch yourself in the car on the phone? How many times a week? Yeah. Every day. I know. Isn't it bad? Every day. You should ask me how many times a day I catch myself on the phone. <laughs> it's bad it's terrible i have like the i have such a bad habit of are it. you on your screen though or are you on your phone what do you know my screen like like my i talk to my screen oh um i do that i do the talk to text a lot of times it's switching the music um it's mostly like figuring out the music changing playlists um because i bluetooth to my car but yeah i mean I'll, i'm texting like even if i'm not doing the talk to text like i'm texting back what is Bluetooth to your car for the young bougie out there? <laughs> I don't even know, to be honest with you. It just like automatically connects to my car. Yeah, I don't text when I'm driving. I, I have put, it too. I use the voice on the yeah. steering Yeah, wheel. I'll like talk to text. Yeah. Siri? Yeah. Siri. Siri. I Give me that telephone number. I'm bad about it though. She calls me Poppy Baby. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually tell Siri to like call you a name. That's what she calls me. Are you kidding me? Poppy Baby. What the fuck? <laughs> Billy, you're weird. Yes, Poppy, baby. Yes, no, she baby. does so, 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 so. it. She calls me so, 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 I would smack the phone out of your hands if I heard that. Yeah, I just talked to Change the screen. that shit. That's funny, so. <laughs> Ash, what, what else is going on out there? Hmm. Anything in the news? Buzzworthy shit you want to talk about? I don't know if it's buzzworthy, but like this story kind of to piggyback off of like the balloons, the UFOs. Did you guys hear about the train derailment in Ohio? Yeah, and, and for some reason, it's not getting like major publicity. It's not, which is so weird. I saw it on TikTok first. I'm deathly afraid of trains. So anything of like that type of derailment freaks me out. But I saw it on TikTok and then I Googled it some more. And it was, it was like a mass derailment. Like this train had to have been 50 cars long. About half of them derailed. Some of them exploded, sending like a very toxic gas or chemical into the wow. air. Um like 50 miles worth of people had to evacuate. I uh, don't quote me on that. Numbers aren't my thing. Maybe it wasn't quite that large, but a lot of people had to evacuate their homes. And now like the, the government, like the local government are saying people can come back to their homes now, but people are questioning if it's safe because all the fish in the rivers are dying and they're seeing dead birds. And it's like mm -hmm. very, very strange. I guess there was a movie called white noise. I've never seen the movie, but I've the girl it, yeah. in the, in the video that I watched was saying 
everything that's happening literally happened in that movie. And it's like very eerie, like how the details match up. That's messed up. Crazy. And why isn't it getting the publicity? It makes you, is it inside jobs? Is it something they want to keep hush? hush? Makes you wonder. Yeah. That type of stuff I think does go on. You know what yeah. I mean? We can't be naive to it because yeah. we've been let down time and time again. Oh yeah. And it's, uh, that's something similar happened on Blacklist, the show. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah something very similar to that. So wouldn't surprise me in, in the It place. wouldn't. Yeah. But I kind of like that stuff. Those conspiracies. I'm I'm very interested in it. So I'll it, keep you guys in the loop. Yeah. yeah and there's a lot. With of, what I discover. There's, there's <laughs> a lot that's, you know, um, held from us that yeah. we don't know. Well, here's something that wasn't held from us. How about this whole DeMar Hamlin thing? With the jacket he wore. Yeah, very controversial. He's kind of mocking Christ with the googly face, uh, Jesus on the cross. And it's kind of like a slap in the face when, you know, the country kind of rallied around this. Sure. And, you know, I don't, I really don't even know how to, I feel about it. Like the one that had the heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. On the field. Cardiac arrest. And it's like, see it. you know, is that, is that what he's doing? Is it dumb? I don't, you know, did he, is he oblivious to it? I don't know. I'm thinking he's more oblivious to it, but you just never really know. Because did you hear going back to the Rihanna halftime show? She had she did like the hand symbols of the Illuminati yeah. and it was blocked out of the national TV feed. But you can see it on the YouTube um, version of that broadcast. So d- I don't know. I don't know. Damar Hamlin. I really didn't know of him a ton until his cardiac arrest happened. Sure. Based on what I've seen him do for the kids and his foundations, I don't want to believe that that's the case. But I also think that there are a lot of subliminal messages that we are exposed to that we don't even realize are happening. So I don't know. I'm kind of 50-50 on it. That's where I'm at. It's a little crazy for me. I don't want to like go so hard one way when I just don't know how to feel. It's like, man, I just got done rooting for this kid. And yeah. it's like this it's kind of a bad look when you yeah. look at it because people are saying, oh, because all the different colors, is it promoting gay stuff? Is it anti-Jesus? You know so, what I mean? Like, so I, what I is like the, because I am not a very religious person. What do you know, like what it was about the jacket? Because like, I'm of the opinion that like a lot of very hardcore Christians and Catholics just will fight to the death sure. against people who they deem as like, antichrist right, right, right. when it may not even be the case yeah you know so do you know like is all i saw and read was the fact that he had like a zombified face on the back of his jacket yeah and then the colors and all that stuff so people again it could be a conspiracy thing like yeah public agenda i don't know yeah. i don't yeah, know I, I mean i i didn't see it yeah um so i can't really quote on it you know because i didn't see it but uh i mean i just think if I'll see if I can pull it up for you real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I just think too, like there have been so many stories going around about him from, you know, his tattoos are different. It's a body double. He really died and they're covering it up. Like, I feel like anything this guy's going to do right now is going to garner attention and there's going to be controversy around it. And I just hope not. I agree. And it could be hate. You know, yeah. It could be people hating because that. The tattoo that he had, someone photoshopped it out because yes. someone posted a live video. I saw that with the tattoo. So yeah, there's people just maybe jealousy, envy, hate all these why? things. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, the guy damn near lost his life on the field. Yeah, like why would you be jealous because he he was helped? I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I yeah, don't get it. It's crazy. So there's the jacket. It's basically you know Jesus with a zombified face. I mean, I don't like that. 
No. That's what people are saying. It's kind of, I don't know. I'm not looking at Mr. LeBron James. All, all they're behind it. <laughs> Hollywood's a huge LeBron James fan. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't get, get to the, get to the point. You know what I mean? That that that's ridiculous. You don't like the argument or you don't like the jacket? I don't like the jacket at all. I mean, that's like, you know, uh, Oh yeah. I mean, I think on. it's tasteless. If you want my opinion. Why do we keep wanting to change? It's, you know what I'm saying? I do too. It's like why? Like I don't I don't get it. How like, do they the know that that's Jesus? That's what I want to know. Was there something indicating that? It might have been the the writing because there was a I think a scripture on the biblical okay. front, on the front. Yeah, say it. There was a saint. I could see it looking like Jesus. I could see it looking like a cartoon also. Oh, it was that. No. It was the crucifix on, on his back. back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a moron. <laughs> Come on, man. It just wasn't a good look. I'm, no, it, it's not. That, it's not a good look. I agree with you. I think he's just dumb. <laughs> polarizing topic this whole thing it's like i don't i don't get what what your what message are you trying to portray here like yeah you literally had the the nation rallying behind you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's actually a really great point yeah like you had the nation rallying behind you and now why are you trying to cause a divide yeah and that's that's a lot in this country i mean you you see it, it's it's not just one-sided no say it again it's 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 double-sided yeah you know yeah so on a lighter note, though, we had the great debate, the King or Michael. <laughs> See, Rebel's not a, he don't like either of them. So I need to get your take. Ed. Okay. Um, so this Michael Jordan, LeBron James debate that comes up all the time. I think Michael Jordan's, the, you know, the GOAT. He all time. Like, I, I'm not a huge LeBron fan. I don't dislike LeBron before you go crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think... I think Michael Jordan, the competition that he was up against at the time is a lot better than the competition LeBron is up against now. And I think what Michael Jordan did was incredible. It's never going to be, I don't think, ever duplicated. And I, I just think he is the best of all time. A lot of Hall of Famers he's went against yeah. compared to what LeBron will go against. Yeah, yeah. And I think these guys for, won't be Hall of Famers. Yeah, I think for that reason alone, you know. Yeah. I I think LeBron's great. Don't get me wrong. Super talented, you know, one of the greatest of all time, but I don't think he's better than Michael. I agree. Got to be like Mike. Hey, Jordan, <laughs> you see the movie that coming out with uh, about with the Nikes and all that, and they needed Mike. And she's like, why'd you come for my son? You know? To to blow this oh, thing up. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I uh, seen the previews last night, and they actually go to the house. No way. Got this shoe, and she's like, "What do you want with my son?" Yeah. Well, we want him to wear it, and that's when the that's when the red, black, and white Nike here comes out. That's great. That's off cool. Ever since. Yeah. That's so awesome. I'm gonna watch. It's got a uh, Ben Affleck and uh, what's his name, his other good buddy that played in. Um, Around this bit of man is fucking money. To Matt Damon. Matt Damon, yeah. Damon, Damon. Yeah. Damon. Yeah. How did yes. you get Matt Damon out of that? They were, uh, I'm sitting here puzzled. They were yeah. in rounders. Puzzled or yeah. pickle? Pickle. <laughs> pickle. Bit the man is fucking money. Well, y'all good? Good. All right. Well, Ashley, thank you so much of for stopping course. by. Of course. I was yes, honored to be are. here. Thank you for asking me. Great job. Great job. Appreciate so, you. Hollywood, good job as always.
Thank you. And remember, email us at fives of the week at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and on YouTube. Love y'all. Be good. Hey. Peace. See ya. What the fuck is going on here? Hey, guys, the crew and I would just like to thank you for listening. Remember to email us at fives of the week podcast at gmail.com with any ideas or feedback. Also, please remember to like and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found.